Welcome back to We're Not the Same. I'm Katie. And I'm Brian. And today we are talking all about alcohol and the effects that it can have on your health and well-being. So buckle up. Don't get triggered. (laughs) And let's dive in. All right. Welcome to this episode. Man, I could really use a drink after putting those kids down. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you. It's a little rough these days. (laughs) Yeah, we have been, as you, if you've listened to other episodes, we put the girls in a room together and we've been just struggling with getting those girls down every night. But we're reading, we're praying, and we are trying new tactics every night and we'll get there. But if there was ever a time to really want to drink, it would be after putting a screaming three-and-a-half-year-old tantrum girl to bed. But no, I'm just joking. That's why we're here tonight. But I do, in all seriousness, I think people I think the temptation is there, and that's part of why it's dangerous. Because, I mean, even I have joked after days, you know, homeschooling, being home with the kids. Like, after I have this baby, I'm bringing back drinking. Like... (laughs) (laughs) right wine mom culture maybe it's not so bad that's right but no it it, it is, is bad it is bad and I'm, <laughs> i am actually totally joking i mean i we've come so far that i i really don't like have those cravings anymore even when we go out but mm. we'll talk more about that because like it is strong man it is like in our dna to feel it's like cultural. We it's not even that we particularly enjoy the taste or want a drink i think it's like the cultural like like for us, we walk around Epcot and I'm like, oh, I want a frozen margarita. Like, oh, yeah. Like everybody has their frozen margarita. You I want to be cool like them. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, I did used to like enjoy those, but yeah. I don't, like I know it made me actually feel badly. So it's like, yeah. And it's not because I loved the way that drinking made me feel or something. Well, I was I was your classic like sixty year old man. I enjoyed my my bourbon neat, like my little glass with my bourbon, and I would order it neat when we'd go out with people or whatever, and like okay, put some hair on my chest, but and my scotch, all that good stuff. So yes, I evolved though. I was I was a rum and coke guy first. Yeah, I, I did rum and coke too, or yeah. rum and diet coke. And but... then we did the mules. The oh yeah, that was like a trendy thing with yeah. the copper mugs, you know, or like that was like every restaurant had a mule. Yep. But I mean, for us, drinking was like once every six months. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we've never been big drinkers. No. To be fair, uh, that is so true. That is so true. I, I probably drank more than one once every six months, but it was it was. Scary. I probably was didn't. Rare. Yeah, no, you probably didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's what we're here talking about tonight is, yeah. is alcohol. Woo! Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's becoming more of a thing, especially in the like holistic space where people are talking about the risks of alcohol, even though like we all know, we all have always known alcohol is, is not good. Like just like everyone knows like smoking is not good for you. Everybody – yeah. Knows there's enough people who truly struggle with alcoholism. Why would you even want to dabble yeah. in, within that? You know, and yet everybody, air quotes, everybody does. But now I think people, as you know, everybody's kind of more in these wellness spaces are starting to see like there are real risks associated and adverse side effects of drinking alcohol other than just having a hangover. Mm hmm. Which yeah. I have never had. So I have not either. I have gotten, I have had a like 
a headache or felt it hasn't been like those at least how the movies portray them like you can't get out of bed and you're sick and all well, that's that because like, we've never really like been drunk that is true so we've definitely gotten but like i've gotten a buzz before but i've never gotten like blacked out drunk or anything not even close to that yeah no like At literally all. not even close. <laughs> yeah. the one time that i feel like i could say maybe i was I wouldn't even say I was drunk, but I was like okay, say significantly it. tipsy, I guess, was our last night of college. Yes, the one and night And we one of out. my friends was like, it's literally the last night. Like, Five you years. have to come <laughs> out with me because she was always wanting me to come. And I was like, I just don't do that. And she's like, it's the last night. Like, you're moving out tomorrow. You have to come out. So we did. We went out we to like Midtown. clubs. Yeah. <laughs> The bars, I guess they were the really bars. clubs. Bars. Yeah, they were bars. But yeah, I had like two drinks, which I never, I would have had two drinks, and sure. that was like crazy. It was. But I mean, I'm glad we had at least one college experience to talk exactly. about. <laughs> hey, this just comes from people who had a relationship all through college, all through high school, and all through college. Yeah, I mean, and I'm I mean, we just don't. people in relationships would go out and get drunk. I don't think it has True. to do with that. We just. Yeah. We were just more of the let's go to Target. And well, we Zaxby's. were just like raised as rule followers too. So we weren't going to drink before we were 21. And then like true. we're like seniors when we're 21. So that's true. There's not really yeah. a lot of time there to go crazy. Like most people drinking in college are doing it illegally. That's true. People. See, this will be good. Like this will be good. Like we're having that. this conversation. Like uh, all of the all of our girls and boy well, <laughs> can watch this and see the authenticity of like our college experience yes it's we were lame boring. but <laughs> we were lame engineers but uh yeah hey so, i mean i went to plenty of parties with engine that was all you did. engineers the, the and they frat. all drank heavily <laughs> we told the story on here already but then i'm like the type of person that i'm anti-peer pressure i guess like the more you pressure me to do something, the more likely I am for sure not, not doing, doing it. Yes. So like being the only person that would not drink, that just kept me, that kept was like a self-fulfilling thing of like, well, now I really like you guys, it really bothers you guys that I don't drink. So I'm really not <laughs> going to drink. <laughs> that pretty much sums up Katie for you. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Government wants you to do these things. <laughs> no, we're never going to do those things. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Swim upstream or swim against the current or yeah, turn left when everybody goes right and all that. Zig stuff. when they zag. Yeah, there That's we what go. My dad always. Said. That's right. Yeah, she she rolled up to one engineering frat party. Oh and, geez. Uh, yeah, I got to tell the story. <laughs> and like got out of the. I think it was one of the first ones and got out of the car and was like, <laughs> smells like bread. Is somebody like baking a lot of bread? <laughs> like, why does it smell like bread? <laughs> Oh, I was very naive. <laughs> very naive. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. Too funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, but even though we don't never really drank that much, like there was definitely that social feeling of wanting to have a drink. Like at dinner or going out with other people or walking around Epcot or things like that. Even yeah, for I think, like I think that hit like once we were like working, you know, yeah. in our career professionals all that mm -hmm. yeah because there's yeah me too i mean we'd have like happy hours 
that yeah, we'd go out. Go. And it's like everybody's got a drink. You know, I get a drink too. And I mean, I didn't, but. That's true. I like, did. Everyone at work was like, we're never going to know when you're pregnant because you never drink. Aha, that was my plan. <laughs> like, that's how, that's how everybody always knew, like, if someone was pregnant was that they're not drinking all of a sudden at happy hours and stuff, but I just never was anyway, so. Yeah. No giveaways. My boss actually just said that when we, there was a happy hour recently and she had like some dental work or something, so she couldn't have oh. a drink. She's like, everyone's going to think I'm pregnant because I always <laughs> get a drink. <laughs> oh, uh. goodness. But just to say, we're coming at this from people who don't drink that much, and now we don't drink at all. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it wasn't like a difficult thing for us to let go, but I think that even if you... Especially if you are a big drinker, you should consider letting it go completely. Um, so, I mean, one of the the statements that I've heard out there is like, there is no safe amount of alcohol. Mm -hmm. So even if you are somebody who's like, well, I just have a drink once a week or once in a while, like, obviously that's better than drinking daily. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, everything's on a scale, right? Like there's yeah. plenty of things that are probably no safe amount for us, but we still do them or partake in them or whatever. But I think for alcohol, it's just like, what is the purpose of it? That's what I've always struggled with. And like what always would make me sad is that people felt, whether truly felt or just through peer pressure felt that they could not have a good time, could mm. not let loose, could not relax without some alcohol in them that's when you know it's a problem yeah like that's not even i mean i'm sure you could describe that somewhat as alcoholism but like you have a problem if you feel like you can't do certain things without something else well like you think that your true self is when you have alcohol in yeah you. like that's a problem <laughs> like yeah, exactly. your your true your true self who you really are is when you have a couple drinks in you like yeah that's just, it makes me sad for people. It kind of goes back to like, you know, the makeup, like go back to the makeup episode. People oh boy. get so yes. mad at Ooh. me for the makeup. I want to do another makeup episode because it makes you guys so <laughs> mad. Um, <laughs> but it's like, why, why aren't you just, why can't you just feel fully confident just in the face that God gave you, you know, the face that you got? Yeah. Why can't you just fully be confident in yourself and what you bring to the table and like obviously if I'm at a party and like having a good time then my personality is that situation is different than when I'm you know taking my kids to the dentist or <laughs> it's an upcoming chore so that's what comes to mind but it's just like we all have different aspects of our personality but like they should not have to be unlocked through different you mm -hmm. know it's just the the setting that you're in the atmosphere it shouldn't be like substances that are required to yeah to change the way you well, act or feel yeah and then there's just the lies of the the world just like anything else health related with medicine and anything like that like there's the things that social pressures of like oh you know yeah you can let loose like it'll help you relax and um all these different things and while it may have that chemical like there's a reason it's doing that it's like a chemical reaction in your body and um but I was just thinking too, like there's not, I think people may argue, you know, we're not saying there's any like in this episode, at least there's no biblical thing that says you shouldn't drink. I think there's 
things related to actions that you take after you've been drinking a lot that mm. probably it's easier to fall into sin and things related to drinking. But obviously there was wine and stuff described in the Bible. And I don't think there's anything. Well, it'd be interesting to know like what is, what, what was the wine? You yeah. know, I mean, that's the word yes. that's used. That One of my like goals in life, I feel like is to eventually learn like Hebrew or Greek or like one of the original languages yeah. so that I can, because I love when people talk about, well, this word, you know, in Hebrew is this, and it has this meaning and like the, just the English language is so lame compared to these other yes languages and the depth of the meaning of words. And so I just always wonder with biblical things like, well, that's, you know, made so that we today can understand it, but what does it actually mean? That's so true. I think I'm just jumping around too, but like, we're not coming at this at all from like, judging people at all or anything i think it's really just getting just like everything it's like asking why like going five wise deep (laughs) (laughs) no i mean of course like i i don't judge people who who choose to drink or you know even people who would go i mean pretty much everyone we we knew in love in college went out and got drunk all the time like yeah you're gonna have a hard time finding people to associate with if you're just gonna cut out everybody who does that um, so, you know, you do you, but I think it just, just like literally everything else, people just don't truly know the risk. It's like informed consent yes. of, um, should be on the side of a beer can or whatever. Yeah, for sure. One of the things this, this episode is not well planned out. I feel like, so we're kind of Could jumping around, but, um, I just was seeing when I started talking about beer, it just makes me think of like bread, the beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, like the beer gut and oh, stuff yeah. that like mainly men you see with it, but also women can even have kind of a beer like pooch beer or pooch. alcohol pooch. But <laughs> it's just like as we're getting older, you know, in our 30s now, and it's Ouch. just like you see it creeping in. And so just from a purely like, vein standpoint like just (laughs) alcohol does things to your body oh it's so true and no amount of like eating right or exercise or anything like is going to counteract that you know i mean i'm sure that's not 100 percent true but you get the gist of what i'm saying Mm -hmm. (laughs) so just from you know if you don't care about the fact that it shrinks your brain or it increases anxiety and depression or causes you to make bad choices, <laughs> um, you know, all those list of reasons, potential addiction problems, um, just, yeah, like if you care how you look, mm-hmm. you don't want to be like looking like this all the time. <laughs> you look beautiful, baby. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, it's funny because I mean, it took us a long time or I don't know, you cut it out really fast because you didn't really drink anyway, but like I cut it out pretty like slower and then, um, but once you like really cut it out, it's like, it's okay. You just don't. Well, I feel like you it. were in the camp know. of like, it's so occasional. Like, yes. And then I was like, nope, no safe amount. <laughs> well, you even said like, oh yeah, like that you encourage, like you should get a drink. Like if you really feel like you should get one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I really feel like, if you really feel like you should do that, you should do it. Well, like, I mean, oh, okay. I don't want to, you know, I knew you were right. Killjoy or something, but <laughs> just like everybody knows. It's just like, I mean, we just talked about social media. Like we know things, we know what's bad, right? I mean, everybody knows the bad things to do, but yeah. that you have to talk about it and, and ask why. And that's what we're, 
what we're here talking about today too. So there's a great episode of Dr. Paul Saladino. Yeah, the carnivore guy. What is carnivore MD is what it used to be. He used to be carnivore MD and then he yeah. switched because I think like the carnivore thing it was to too... get so like toxic. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so he has a great episode on this on alcohol that he goes into like science, <laughs> like hardcore science. Mm-hmm. Like he's talking about all the specific molecules and the things that get things in your liver, like very specific medical, like scientific fact and like all the research papers and all that. So I'll, we'll link that episode in show notes or something. Yeah. To you go lead. But like the other doctor that I follow on Instagram, he's like doc. Amen. 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 I'm not sure how you say it, but he is the one who I like learned a lot about from because he oh, okay. talks good. about it. He's a, well, actually they're both psychologists psychiatrists. Oh, interesting. Like that's what Dr. Paul actually is. Yes. A psychiatrist. So it's interesting. They study the brain and study, you know, <laughs> how true. it affects your mood and your neurological symptoms and stuff like that. So uh, they're both coming at it from kind of that perspective. And there's obviously a lot of negatives yeah. that go to it. Also, like for beer, which is, I feel like the go-to drink of most people, it's coming from wheat which exactly. is so toxic, exactly. you know, and I I have seen like now there's organic, like yes, McLobe Ultra or whatever, and it's like yeah because the yeast okay, yeah but it's, it's still not good. Wheat, wheat as you guys know, and we've talked about in other podcasts, is like super sprayed with glyphosate and other pesticides and herbicides and all that, and it doesn't get taken out or anything when it's fermented. Um, certain things are taken out when it's fermented, but not all of these toxins and stuff. And in fact, the yeast the from from the wheat the yeast is actually a microorganism it's a fungus like yeast is like a fungus basically Mm. and funguses have mycotoxins and that's what dr paul talks about all the time is it's actually a mycotoxin that are released in the fermentation process because yeast is fungus so so your gut is just like screaming for help yes exactly on top of the alcohol side of it it and the pesticides and all of that it is actually a toxin it's like messing up your gut and then you get into the gut brain axis and yes. that's how you get the neurological symptoms in there and yep it's all connected yep and it just screws up yeah it screws up your gut and it causes a lot of oxidative stress right so you hear all about mm-hmm. antioxidants are great things right like you're berries and all sorts of things are touted as antioxidants. So the opposite of that would be oxidant or oxidizing. Um, and alcohol is a huge oxidizer and oxidizes your liver and all, and all of that too. So in addition to being a diuretic, which I'm sure you've all heard, like it dries you out and makes you, mm. you know, you're not, it, it, it disrupts your electrolyte balance. You. It dehydrates you. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. So it's a diuretic, it's oxidative stress. It's just, that's the scientific, you know, the toxin side of it, of how your body's trying to handle it. Um, and you know, praise the Lord. And like our bodies can take a lot of hits. My goodness. Like it's incredible that we're able to heal. Like we truly are designed to heal because our body can take a lot, but at the same time, and what we've talked about in other episodes too, is like, it's this compounding effect of Mm -hmm. all of these different things. Like there are some things we can unfortunately not control, like our air quality where we live. They're spraying the skies 24 seven. Like yes. I feel like the last week we haven't had any like spraying in the sky and it's been Chemtrails, man. so nice. Well, I wasn't going to use that word. I don't know if that gets censored. Triggered. Oh, I don't know, but probably probably do like an episode on that because people probably don't like not everybody knows what that is. Yeah. But anyways, it's been bad lately in our area. That's so right. <laughs> we're just 
hope for but the best. But there's things you can't control, and there's things that you can't control. So, like, why why stack the deck against yourself? Did he talk at all in that podcast about the liver at all? Yeah, I mean, of course. Because I feel like that's 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 he, like what everyone knows, right? Like, oh, alcoholics they can go into liver failure, but you like don't think that it's a problem until you get that point. Like, as if there's just one drink that perf- pushes you over the edge of like your liver's fine to you need a transplant. And it's like. No, it's gradual. And mm-hmm. and liver stagnation is another thing that is just the root of so many problems out there. Like maybe not, well, probably cancers and stuff like that, but even just the more daily problems of like anxiety, fatigue, you know, mood disorders, all those sorts of things I feel like I always see is like linked to the liver. Mm-hmm. Makes, makes sense, right? It's trying to filter out all of your crap that you're eating and taking and stuff in your blood and all that so yeah if you screw that up you're gonna screw up a lot of things so yeah he talks a lot about the liver he talks a lot about like the scientific specific like proteins and all that good stuff so i'd encourage you to go listen to the episode but some other interesting facts because part of the episode was related to its new year it was like after new year's of 2021 i think and it was like what's the best alcohol to drink if mm. you were to drink an alcohol? Isn't it like the clear alcohol? It is the clear alcohol. Yeah. Exactly. Because, tequila, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's tequila, <laughs> vodka, uh, and gin are like, if you're going to drink, those are the best ones because- um, Well, there you go. Margarita, here I come after this baby. There you go. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> because they don't have, it's not like the grain based and it also doesn't have the tannins, which I know a lot of people, you know, that's why you let wine and stuff air out is the tannins and- uh, he talked about wine because oh, everybody yeah, loves every, wine. Red wine is good for you, yeah, isn't well, it? Because good, because people talk about the polyphenols or whatever, which is like in grapes and dark fruits and things like that. But specifically with grapes, which is what obviously wine is made from grapes, <laughs> in case you didn't know. <laughs> um, but I guess the polyphenols and stuff that are on grapes are a, a specific type that are antifungal. Like it's a it's a plant defense chemical on the fruits that prevent fungus. So again, it's it's a chemical that is a defense chemical that when you drink it, it's not good. That's why his argument against a lot of vegetables and stuff, defense chemicals. So, but grapes I, are fruit. So. They are fruit, but they have these. They has grapes have a particular. So we shouldn't eat grapes. Yeah, we have to do more research onto that. But he was <laughs> he was hating on grapes during this. Oh geez. So we'll have to look more into that one for well, sure. Our girls love grapes. So. Yeah. But anyway, there's a lot more great things in the episode, but I think that, and he talks about some things to like help counteract like glutathione. 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 Yep. Is you it, should take that if you ever have to take Tylenol, which yes. you never have to take Tylenol, but if it you, counteracts, think you do. It counteracts effects on your liver. Yeah. Same thing as folate, B6, B12, which is basically take a liver, liver pills help mm-hmm. with that. Um, and then he said like bile acids and stuff counteract the issues of inflammation and messing up the microbiome from the alcohol and stuff Hmm. so he's like if you if you drink you should take these things to help counteract i think he was specifically talking about counteracting like hangovers and stuff so anyway there's obviously things you should do well i feel like if you're gonna drink like you shouldn't drink to the point of a hangover yeah for sure if you're gonna drink you could have one drink or whatever but i just think it like you said the why why that's the why why are you drinking you know is it because you truly love the taste of the drink and like you love the mixology and like they try you know they make it so cool and trendy and all this stuff like yeah if that's what you're passionate about and you truly love it then you know drink obviously with caution but 
okay, that's, you know, take these prevent protective measures to try and, you know, reduce the, the harm that may be coming from that. But if you're just drinking because you're like, well, it's my friend's wedding and I'm not going to not drink at their wedding or you know like I feel like those are it sounds silly but that's what people say you know or it's my birthday like I'm gonna go out and have a drink like but why what is that doing for your birthday how is that celebrating true how is that making your celebration so fun and exciting it's just perspective on things it's just all perspective. I mean, once you learn it and you kind of internalize it and you see. Well, I know what people will say. Of, They'll be like, well, why eat a cake on your birthday? Like, why get a special yeah, treat or anything? And it's like, well, yeah, you ultimately shouldn't. But the harm that one, you know, slice of a cake is causing to your body versus like a drink of alcohol it is far less, you know, your digestive system. You can handle the, the cake and works itself out versus the alcohol is like literally screwing with your brain. Yeah. So you can argue anything to the to really death can. and then you just end up eating nothing. So it's <laughs> <laughs> it's ultimately you That's have fair. to, you know, find your why. Like why do you do some things and you don't do others? Just I think our purpose is to present the information that maybe is not as readily available. And also I just like to make people think because I like thinking about things. So Yeah, you do, baby. I, You're a good thinker. <laughs> I think too much probably. Um, maybe I need to shrink my brain a little bit <laughs> to stop thinking so much. No, <laughs> not at all. That's why I love you. Both of us. I can just argue. I can just sit here and argue with myself. Well, all that day. is true. Like Brian's just kind of like a I'll stay a here. stand in. But yeah, I could do both sides <laughs> of any debate. Literally any debate. You do it too all the time. You're I like, do. I already thought of the counterpoint, but I'm gonna say this anyways. <laughs> Otherwise, we would never say anything. Yeah. Because <laughs> you wouldn't need to. But. Well, that's your take. You would say nothing. I would say both sides. Both sides. That's true. I talk twice as much and you would talk. <laughs> twice less. as less. Twice as less. <laughs> what? Oh, it's late. So what else on alcohol? It's Beat expensive. Oh, yeah. The financial aspect. Have you seen the prices of these drinks lately? $15, $16 a drink? Like 25 Oh, my. I haven't been out in a while. Like, we just don't look at that side of the menu usually, but I feel like, you know, somebody get, like, if we went out and we got two drinks, it'd be 50 bucks. That's the thing. Like, my gosh, if you're going to drink, drink out of your kitchen. (laughs) 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 Well, I think we we, we mentioned Tom Papa in another episode, but he has a joke about that too. He's like, I do like, he's like a dad and he's like, I don't do the fun type of drinking anymore. I do the... Late at night over the kitchen sink, sink kind of drinking. <laughs> but at least it's economical. <laughs> Seriously? No, but I mean, I'd rather put that money towards, you know, some mozzarella sticks or something at a restaurant. Sure. There's your why. <laughs> yeah, what, What's your why? why? I mean, that's just another why of, like, the financial. It's the same thing of, like, you know, are you going to spend, you know, everybody talks about the $5, which is now it's, like, $7 for a coffee at Starbucks and, like, your opportunity costs of if you've invested that $7 in 30 years, that could be, you know, $100,000. Yeah, really. They like, should that is true, stop hating on the coffees and, I was gonna and say, go after the drinks. Instead of your $7 coffee, your $14 yeah. alcoholic beverage or $21 alcoholic For beverage. For real. So it makes a difference. So the other thing, going back to what I mentioned before, just with addiction, is obviously yes. a, a real problem. And I don't 
I don't know. I'm sure there's science on it of like who's more vulnerable to falling falling into an addiction versus who's not. But mm-hmm. I feel like for the most part, you know, nobody goes into it thinking like, oh, I'm going to become an alcoholic or, sure. you know, like people just fall into these traps and it's a very slippery slope. And so I think, you know, it's not the trending topic on Instagram anymore, but for a while there it was all about the mommy wine culture. And so you had half the people promoting it. Like at the end of the day, like I have a glass of wine and that's how I survive motherhood. And then the other half of people were, you know, like saying this is like a dangerous thing that we're promoting amongst young moms. Like you can't survive motherhood without alcohol (laughs) basically. And so, I mean, that kind of like, topic is not really talked about anymore but i'm sure the people that (laughs) were in the camp of like i need a drink at the end of the day are probably still doing that sure so it i think it's just a slippery slope of life doesn't get easier you know as life goes on you you're in school then you're in your job then you're married then you're having kids and your kids are getting older and having their problems and like there's never really a point where i feel like life is good, like life is settled. So you can like work on your, you know, deep seated addictions (laughs) and stuff like that, you know? So just the point is that I think you just need to be cognizant, be aware of, you know, where you're at with, with drinking, you know, don't be like, oh, I could quit anytime. And then you just don't ever try to quit, you know, like if you're, saying that you could quit anytime then go ahead and do that for a little while just to, to prove to yourself that you can yeah um because i mean we have known people who have struggled with addiction and it sounds very scary and very hard thing to overcome so and then like let's say you do fall into that and then you know come out of it then you're not gonna be drinking so <laughs> like all roads That's lead fair. you to not, not drinking. drinking so it's just better to just not even go through that, put yourself through that trial. Sure. If you ask me. Can't Which argue with that. if you're listening to this podcast, you're asking me. That is fair. <laughs> very fair. There's a girl that I follow. She's very, you know, holistic. She shares all this thing. And so one of the things that it like took her a little while to get to was cutting out alcohol. Mm. And it was just, you know, living through her shared experience. It seems like she just got so much Black for not drinking from people like it's once again what? just it's going back it's very similar to the makeup issue of like just people because if you yeah if you share about <laughs> something and say i'm no longer doing this it almost like offends certain people and i feel like those are the people that need to be on the lookout of it, it could be a problem it. for you yeah. because why do you care like if i say that i'm not drink like I don't drink and I'm not going to drink and it doesn't matter if I'm at a wedding or a birthday party or whatever it is like I'm not going to have a drink because I don't think that it's a good thing to do then like why does that bother you so much you know like you need to be as strong in your conviction as I am in mine like (laughs) for sure if you want to drink why do you care if I do or not you know so if you're triggered by this episode look look inward look into that because i think that's a red flag like if you're confident and you know you're wise for what you do and and you believe that 
the risks or the benefits outweigh the risks, then by all means, it's your life. You do what you want with it. But it's just so funny to me how offended people get by like other people's lives. Yeah. Well, thank you, social media, for letting us see everybody's lives. I think, I mean, I think a lot of times it's hard to present information like this without coming across as like, oh, yeah. Well, we don't drink, so you shouldn't drink. We don't care if you drink. We're just, I mean, we do because we care about you and we think that, you know, this is what's best for you. But ultimately, it's your life and it has no, you know, effect on us. So whatever. But it's just like, it's hard to present ideas through cameras and Mm -hmm. screens without it kind of coming across like that. So yeah, just throwing that out there. That's good. Don't take offense. Yeah. That's been a topic, I feel like, on several podcasts that I listen to talking about different topics. Like, not everything that you see is for you. You know, it wasn't yes. It wasn't made with you in mind. Like, it feels that way because you're watching it as a viewer. But, like, the creator wasn't thinking of you when they came up with the post idea or the podcast topic. I, everybody takes everything so personally. And it's like, just just scroll. If it's not you, it's not for you, it doesn't bring you happiness or joy or whatever, then just continue to move on from it because yeah. it, it's not about you in the first place. So true. <laughs> People don't care that much about you. Yeah. Like, really well, our, that just shows how like narcissistic our society is that people just think everything is about them. It's like, yes, it's, it's not about you. It's not about no, you. Nobody cares about you. <laughs> <laughs> but we care about all of you. So yeah, we care we about our viewers. And obviously our podcast is about like health topics. So if you're listening in regularly, then you know that you can change your health and things through these. So ultimately it's for your good. Even if it's hard to hear. Amen. Okay, so that pretty much wraps up this episode. Hopefully it was informative. We'll link those couple resources below in case you want to do your own research and digging, which obviously we highly recommend that you do. Yes. And hopefully this episode added some value and made you think and made you ask yourself why. Why, 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 why? (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you soon. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and comment down below if you have any questions. Talk to you later. Bye.